Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jerry coming to you live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's right. Every Monday we take out your emails, your questions, your stories, and we talk it out. We commiserate it. And that's right. You can and, and I want to thank you. Before we get started, thank you. Thank you for coming out to the shows. I'm here in Philadelphia. The first show, Thursday night of the weekend. You guys came out so much fun. A raucous time. I got four more shows. I, I got to assume they're all going to be great and fun as they were last night. So thank you to everyone coming out to shows. I'm coming across this great nation, doing shows all over the place. Um, and I want you to come and bring the group chat. That's what it's all about. Assemble those, that group of people that like to laugh, like to have fun. Uh, because that's it, it, a comedy show is really a communal experience. The room takes on a, a character. You start to get to know people, the couple in the front, the old guy in the back. You know, it becomes the, and you're seeing, I'm posting on Instagram some clips now because that's, you know, all of us are praying to Father Algorithm that uh, that he will bring us to the heavens of success. So I'm doing that too. I'm putting out these clips. So if you could comment, like, all you can do, that's what I'm asking from you. If you see a, a clip from anybody I have on this show, they just want you to touch it. They just want you to give a heart. That's a, that's payment. That's that you don't understand how much and how far that goes. Listen, I don't know how what gets you out of bed in the morning, but I'm telling you exactly what gets the comedians on the show and myself out of bed every day. So your enjoyment, your laughs, your comments, your oh my god, laughing face emoji. So people. Uh, keep sharing the show. We got an amazing guest today. I'm going to be reading the emails. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. We need screenshot emails. Always like a screenshot email. That's my ask. This is a user-generated show, people. It's, it, it, it only exists because you exist. I need the listeners. need the emails. need you to write in. So JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Here are my live dates. Okay, people. I So this is going to come out. I'm in Philly, but we're taping ahead. Um, I like, you know why? I tape ahead when I'm on the road. I'm in a nice hotel room. It's I can be a little louder here. I'm in a corner room, so that makes it, you know, I'm not too worried about. You know, I, I like getting a couple in the in the in the hopper, so to speak. So I think this is going to come out after I've been in LA. So we're adding Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah has been added. Uh, Sacramento, Miami, Hartford. San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Denver, Columbus, Providence, Nashville, Dayton, Albany, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com. So that's where you go. Get the tickies. Very excited about today's guest. I uh, I can't believe it's taken this long. New to the show, but not new to me. I'm 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 embarrassed. They should have been on years ago. Uh, hilarious <laughs> comic, so funny. Everyone go follow Gina Brion. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to do the podcast. I'm excited to have you. Everyone, Gina's so funny. She's on Instagram. TikTok, you're, you're killing the TikTok game. The TikTok. It's, uh, it's the comedy clips, man. The kids are loving the comedy clips. You have, I mean, you have specials out. There's a special on Amazon. They can go get it right now. Yes, the special is The Floor is Lava. It's out on Amazon. And I have a couple of things on HBO, too. I actually have two specials on Amazon and I think two on HBO. So whatever you like. Yeah, I, I mean, I have been, you know, I, I love your comedy. I love watching. Mm -hmm. There are people I I love, I, I like women especially are like they, it looks like when you're on stage, they're like, I need to be her best friend. Do you get that? Like a lot. I get like, that a lot. Like after after shows, people come up to me like, I feel like we're best friends. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're best friends. Like, yeah, that's what I want. I think that's what I want when I'm performing is I want people to feel like they're talking to a friend 
Yes. And that we're just, you know, we're just, you know, talking to each other. We're shooting the shit. We're talking, we're talking about life. And it's that so f- feels a connection. You know what's so funny about that is like there, it is a tight wire act. You're like, I want to talk to you like a friend, but you also have to remember this is being watched by 200 people in the room. So, yeah. You know, so like sometimes it's more like acquaintances. Yeah. Like I, I sometimes you have that front row person who you go and there it's like a people think when we do comedy like, the, you know, they always ask about hecklers. Right. You get asked about hecklers all the time. The you suck person is very rare. It's really rare. The you suck. The hecklers that are more, I think, common are mm. the drunken, just won't shut up hecklers. Yes. Like those people that, and sometimes they're not even bad. Sometimes they're no. enjoying the show. And you're just like, I'm glad that you're having fun, but please shut up. Like you're so <laughs> annoying. There was a co- there was three people next to the stage last night. Like the show in Philly was fun, but you know, you know, they're, they're and also like, coming out of pandemic getting to see friends again yeah you know they're catching up too i understand and i'm a lot of times it's like they're discussing the topic that you just brought up they're like oh i want to and it's like that's better fodder afterwards or you know like that's it but like you i could hear them just talking and like i looked at them i go how are you guys and they're like we're great and i'm like can you be great quieter and (laughs) they're like and you know, and they just like looked at me like I was crazy. And it's funny because if you're in a room, the people in the back left don't know that the people in the front right are chatty and loud. So yeah, you have to like you can't hear it. So you look like you're turning the lights on at the party. Like, why is he so mad? And you go and you try to be nice about it. And, and it's like it's that person. And and you you have to figure out a way to explain. I'm not mad. I'm just warning maybe it's a maybe it's a pa thing because i was doing shows in erie and Mm. there was this one guy up front with his wife or his girlfriend and he was just miserable the whole miserable fighting the the car guy (laughs) oh just scowling at me the whole time and his girlfriend's chuckling every now and then but she's Mm. almost just not wanting to tick him off even more it just seemed like he was so angry everybody else having a good time but this dude just huffing and puffing away in his chair and i, I just never wanted to punch through someone's face did, did you say anything to him because i i can't well, help myself i'm like are you okay everybody else was having good a good time and i was yeah. like if i say something to this one guy that nobody else is being bothered by then it, that's, i'm fully that's the hardest part is to it, it is almost like a trap it's like a little piece of cheese because you want to go because I've had that. You'll be killing and having a great time. Everyone's having fun. And if you point him out, you make it awkward. It's not even that they're you, you go. Are you OK? And then they and then it becomes the rest of the show. Everyone's like checking in with him. Is exactly. he still mad? Is he still that? And, and so you have to like avoid it so much. So and I want the audience just imagine you're telling a story and to a group of five people. And everyone's in on the story, and one of them is just not getting it. And you have to just hold yourself back from going. Wait, do you do you understand what I'm talking about? Everyone, are you missing something? You have to stop the whole story to like yeah. for that one person, and you can't do it. You, sometimes you just have to like go above their head. I just try to ignore it and just try to I try to focus on the people that are having a good time. But it's so hard because your pull is to that one person that is just sitting there being miserable or whispering with their friends or texting or complaining like 
You're just like, can I just enjoy the good of this? (laughs) Well, this is all to say all of our shows are fun and you should all come. Uh, Gina, (laughs) Gina's touring as well. Everyone go to GinaBrion.com, Amazon special, HBO special. So fucking funny. You're going to want to be your best friend at GBrion on Instagram, um, at GinaBrion on TikTok. And listen, I think you're going to be great on this show. I I have a good feeling. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. Okay, you ready? Let's do some emails. Let's do some emails. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. How oblivious are guys that you're interested in them? Okay. Jared, I'm a 25-year-old woman interested in a 23-year-old male that I, uh, that, that I met at work. I had been observing him for a bit while we were coworkers. We chatted and I liked him because we had a lot in common and compatible perspectives. I never actually... I never actually told him I like you verbatim, but I slid in. Uh, I slid him my phone number. Tried to hang out outside of work multiple times, but nothing. He's quite interactive and flirty on social media. Is usually the first one to watch my stories, but that's it. He claims to be very nonchalant, not oblivious, but he he's been distant slash cold lately. I see how he interacts with other female friends, and they've uh, and they have much better better access to him than me should i just move on and not confess my feelings i wanted to wait to hang out with him first to make sure of what i was feeling but he's managed to dodge anything i've planned your insight is appreciated let me know if you have follow-up questions what do we think Oof. okay so first of all every guy should know that before a woman asks you out we've probably done a little bit of stalking and a little bit of research we want to see how you interact how do you interact with other women how do you Mm -hmm. interact with other men how are you at work in general are you responsible Mm -hmm. are you irresponsible so we're watching all of that so she seems to be really interested in this guy what i would love to see her do instead of just backing away because what may have happened is if you don't confess your feelings that other person has no idea what's going on and maybe this person is feeling you but they feel Mm -hmm. like you're not giving them the proper signals even with slipping them the phone number even with all of that sometimes it feels like you know some guys will be like oh she totally wants me but then there are guys that don't want to play that card because of the climate we currently live in you can't assume that women like you just because they give you their phone number so being upfront and maybe taking the lead on this and going, mm-hmm. hey, I really like hanging out with you. Have I you, like talking to you. Why don't we just grab a drink? Um, I would like to get to know you better. Have you ever slipped a guy your number? You ever, and, you ever done that move? <laughs> no, but I have told guys that I like them. I mean, I've, I've confessed that I have feelings, but only if I felt like I got a similar vibe. Um, yeah where I was like, I feel like this person is really into me, but they have to give me obvious signs because I'm clueless if you're not obviously flirting with me. I've had a number slip to me and it's always, it, feel like? it feels good. It's exciting. I, I like a number slip. I like a number slip with like uh, that. I, now is different than maybe 10 years ago. 10 years ago, a number slip would be like, yeah, I'll start texting right away. It doesn't matter. You know, like I, I, I wouldn't think twice. Now I'm like, I need to know who this person is a little bit more. I, I I'm older. I don't want to really like hang out with just any number that gets, yeah. you know, like, so you want to be given well, the opportunity because what you're saying is correct. If you're the pursuer, you've had a chance to think this over, look them up, do your stalking, do your research, make sure that this is a good vibe, do the vibe check. So yeah. I think if you're going to slip a number just without the, this is a different situation because it's the work thing. We'll get to that. But if you're going to do a number slip, Here's my name. Here's my Instagram handle. Like, give them the opportunity to stalk you. Like, 
because I think that also shows like I'm not like a crazy person. I'm not, you know, I, I, here's, here's, here's a chance for you to turn me down quietly because then you can just not use the number. Yeah. And I've heard this too. I think what, what makes women kind of scared to like slip a guy, their number is a lot of women have talked about how, you know, men will complain that that's too aggressive. Like they don't want Mm. a woman to just give them their number. They're like, well, let me work for it. Let me like, you know, talk and I feel like that's why a lot of women are like, should I give him my number? Should I have done that? Was that too aggressive? See, I have the belief that um, the penis is never insulted. <laughs> the penis. Well, I was, on, I was the- on a cruise ship and maybe it's because this guy was, you know, English, but there was a girl that was really pursuing this English mm. guy. She was like, I mean, hard pursuing him, flirting hardcore, like forget the slipping the number. She's like slipping him her cabin number and being like, yeah. hey. And he was just completely, he even told me, he was like, at first I thought she was attractive, but sure. then when she came on so strong, it was just too much. And it kind of well, killed the attraction. Guys get, uh, guys lose attraction when women won't read between the lines because then What's the future going to be? It's going to be a lot of like, I have to be so on. Like we want, let us off the hook. Let, let a no happen. Let, let, let me know. Let me pursue, you know? And that's kind of the, that's kind of brings me back to this emailer. She's, they work together. So they do know each other. He's being, he's the first one to watch her stories. He, she slips the number. This guy, he's not oblivious in my opinion. I think he knows. I think here's the problem with the workplace guy is you think you see him so many hours a day, but you really only know like a little bit about him. It sounds like this guy has other things going on. It sounds like he's keeping it a little bit on the back burner. It sounds like he's not saying no because he it's a, it's a cute woman who's approaching him. That's the thing. Yeah. Guys will allow this to continue in this way because it's like, you know, we're, our whole lives approach her, say hi to her first, be a man. Mm-hmm. So when the minute you have kind of like this, e- you know, not easy, I don't want to say this is easy because I do believe women can pursue men and it can go both ways. But like the minute you have it in your hands, you're like, well, I've been, tr- I've been trying to eat my whole life and I got some free food, you know? So, <laughs> so there is an element of like, you keep these open tabs. So I think, what you're saying is right. You got to pursue. You got to let them know your feelings. I think the best way for this person is to take your feelings out of it. Like make it a mathematical equation. So I listen, you like him. You enjoy his company. And I don't think you you like him enough to go go on a date with him. That's what it sounds like from this email. Yeah. She even says. It's not like, like you're love struck. You just want to no. go on a date with this guy. You know what I mean? Plain and simple. I want to see if. I want to get to know them more. Like, put it in that language instead of like, because yeah. she writes, should I just move on and not confess my feelings? Let's make it, no, 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 no. take it down a notch. Confess my feelings. What? This isn't Cinderella. No, no, no. Yeah. You, you, you say to him, and here's what you do. You give him all the tools. Hey, I've been getting a vibe. I'd love to get a drink sometime. Here's my number. Make a plan and I'm in. So now make a plan and I'm in, he does that. Now it's mathematical. Now, now it's I, the balls in your court. Like it's like balls in your court. It, it's plan or it, it's a no. Yeah. And, and, and then you go 
And then at that point, you have to release yourself from it. She says she sees he's watching his Instagram stories every day. And you go, at that point, you got to block. You got to unfollow. Let's get rid of this person because they were only on your Instagram for this attraction, not for anything else. We have to admit to that. People go, well, why would I block? I don't want to look like it's anything. No, no, you're, they're bothering you. They're taking up headspace. Get rid of them. Yeah. When I... Um, especially when I was single, when I would like follow people on social media, the easiest hmm. thing for me to do if I if things went sour or if I just didn't want to see them anymore was to just unfollow them. Like I don't even have to block them. I don't care if they look at my stories because I'm not looking at who's looking at my stories. But if hmm. you're going to obsess over this person looking at your stories every day and you're going to keep asking yourself, what if then the, the healthiest thing for you psychologically is to block this person. And the problem is, let me just give people an insight. The first person watching your stories is attracted to you. FYI. There's go, a reason. It looks good. Let me see what they're talking about. Let me see. What totally. And that means you're showing up in the, you know, they're showing up in your stories queue because you've, they've been on your page. They've checked you out. They've done the stalking that we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. So, the, you know, I, this podcast is all about, in, you know, a, a commiseration and letting people know, like, the thing you're noticing is a thing. Like, yeah. you know, like, like, and people, you'll have the, the loudest person at the brunch table, the most married person, the most removed person is like, oh, who cares? Oh, no, they're just watching your certain. No, it's it, there's a reason for it. But like is on a spectrum. This guy's into you. But is he into you enough to make a date? Those both can be one could be yes. One could be no. Yeah. And, it, and you're very right about looking at those, uh, looking at the stories, because anytime I've looked at somebody's stories, it was either because I found them slightly attractive or I was mm-hmm. curious about something they were doing. So there's a level of curiosity to everything. Yes. So it's like this person obviously is interested in what you're doing. And the way attraction works, it's most likely that this person saw you and went, ooh, that's an attractive person. Yeah. And here's the thing. There's people I see every day on the street where I turn and look at them. I don't ask them on a date because no, no I don't want to do the work. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Gina Brion at G Brion on Instagram. It'll be all over mine. I'll tag her all over Instagram at Gina Brion on TikTok. bachelor party tower of Babel. Okay. This is, we're getting, okay. we're getting, uh, we're getting religious here. Nope. Jared, I know you love a bachelor party question. I do. So I've got a doozy. I need your help. My best friend asked me and someone else to be their co-best men. No problem with that. I saw it coming. When we asked what he wants for his bachelor party, he said he wanted to combine it with his fiance's bachelorette, bachelorette party and to do a house near a lake with a pontoon boat. Again, no problem with any of this until he sends a guest list. Jared, this list has too many people. Roughly 20 on the main list. Additionally... He sent a handful of people with question marks next to their names and then a five person and then a five person list of people that invited the groom to their bachelor parties that he wants to reciprocate the invite. We live in the Midwest state with very few lakes. There's barely any uh, that 30 people could all enjoy, let alone stay together. He was hoping to keep the party local. How do I start a conversation letting him know that all these things may be difficult to get together for the party? What do you think? Oof, bachelor and bachelorette parties. Like my bachelorette party was so easy. It was literally just my five closest girlfriends, my sister, Mm. and we went, we did dinner and karaoke. Like that was it. That was our night. And it was beautiful and it was tight and like short group of people. Mm. 
because the wedding, even when we were planning our wedding, it was just all the people that we wanted to come. We had to start chopping that list down where we were like, all yeah. right, I haven't spoken to this person in 10 years. Like what mean, what, what do you think they might be interested in coming to my wedding when it comes to bachelor parties? <clears> they're like one, I never like combined parties because you really yeah, I'm not that into it. time to yourself to like party with your friends, to celebrate honestly with your friends to you know, have them pat you on the back and say, Oh, I love this person. I'm so happy for you. You just want that last hurrah and fun time with your friends and whatever this person wants to do. I just, I have the sneaking suspicion that it was probably a discussion with his fiance uh, about combining the parties and the pressure was heavy to combine the parties. If it's too many people, I think just, first of all, both, both, both the best men should approach and just be like, Hey, these numbers for what you want, aren't really going to work out. I think I totally agree. They gotta have, you gotta make people think they're working with you. Yes. You got to work with him. This has to be collaborative. This has to be, you can't tell someone what to do. I mean, and also, a list is just a list. We don't know the emotion behind the list. So when I hear the answer sometimes in the email, when I hear question marks next to names, when I hear reciprocal, reciprocal invites, I'm now saying this list was made... Um, without without confidence. So I think this guy needs some help. I would go to him and you'd say to him, we got to work out this list before we move forward. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, get him talking. Tell me about question mark people. Tell me about the reciprocal invites. I, I am a proponent and I can tell this person's listened to the show before knows that I love a good bachelor party question. I, I am a like 10 or fewer bachelor party guy. Yeah. Here, But here's the thing. This could be a bigger one because it's the joint one. You Do you want to match? And, and I would ask questions. Get them talking. Do we want to match? Do we want the same number of women as men? I would start with that. Do we want a house that everyone has their own bed? Do Go to that. Do we want a house where people share beds? Uh, you know, get the person hearing himself have yeah. a stupid fucking plan. Because you have to, because the list is made and then he ships it off to you and you read it to yourself. You go, this is stupid. I, the question marks, reciprocal invites. Why are we doing this? But because it's his thing, you can't act like it's stupid. You can't no. make him feel like it's stupid. Let's have a talk. We're going to have a team meeting. Do a Zoom. You and the co-best man. And you talk to the co-best man before. You go, hey, man, we got to yes. talk to him about this list. And ask questions. Get him talking. And then you're going to hear, because, again, this list wasn't made just by him. Because it's a combined party. The fiance was over his shoulder, like, put a question mark next to that. You know, I, I don't, I just don't buy that this list was made confidently and so sure. I don't think this is locked in. Yeah. So, and, and you have to say to him, hey, we have to start with this list so that we can reserve the, the lake house. So we, yeah. we need the numbers solidified. So talk to me about the list. That's what, this is what salespeople do. They go, talk to me about your thinking process. He'll talk too long. He will hear himself because now you it's you and the co-best man and then him. A fourth person went to the room and that's his, you know, that's his judginess of himself, his mm-hmm. conscience. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Gina Brion at G Brion on Instagram. Go follow immediately. Her specials hilarious. Amazon. You can go you can get it literally right now. What a what a what a what a what a gift. 
I like this question. It's a great gift for your bachelor party. It's a it, yes. This is a bachelor party. <laughs> you can make it night one in the lake house. Just everyone sitting. Everyone watch. <laughs> everyone watch together. Should I text my ex? Feather, feather. I'm going back and forth with myself on whether or not I should send my ex a hi, how are you doing text. I was in a serious relationship with my first boyfriend for two and a half years and broke up with him about a year and a half ago. I ended the relationship because I just started feeling like it wasn't working anymore since we fought all the time and wanted other things. I'm 25 and feel like I want to do things independently. It was very heartbreaking to end it, but I knew it was for the best and have since then pursued all the travel and career goals I had for myself and I'm so happy about the decision. I've even dated a couple of other people and even uh, have even been dating a guy for over six months now and have been so happy, which is why I get so confused and upset when I get random feelings for my ex. I don't get feelings like I want to be back together with him, but more like I feel guilty for hurting him by ending our relationship and wondering how he's doing in life right now. When I broke up with him, he blocked me on Instagram and I had his number. And one time I got very drunk and thought, thought severely about texting him, but somehow in my drunken state told myself not to do it. I just dis- disconcerted that he had blocked me. Is that even... Is that how you use that word? word. Disconcerted. I don't know. Stay away from the thesaurus. Let's get some real real word. And my Instagram is public, so I wonder if he unlocked, uh, if if the unlock was on per. Oh, I just, oh, he, I just disconcerted. I just realized that he unblocked me. Uh, my Instagram is public, so I wonder if the unlock was on purpose and if he has looked me up. I don't live in the same place as him anymore and only go back home there are a couple times a year since I work overseas. But I lately have this feeling like I have things to say to him, but I don't understand those feelings exactly. I know that it would be a, a bit emotional for him and me too if I reached out randomly asking how he was, but I think he'll be more upset with me for digging up old wounds. I think I have a subconscious gut feeling that he hates me. And so that stops me every time when I want to message him. He was the first person I ever fell in love with. And I believe in the same to, I believe I'm the same to him, but I just wonder if it's too late to ever reach out to even reach out. I fell hard again for a new guy, but due to our work, we have to do a a form of long distance where we are together when we're together kind of thing. Do you think it's kind of douchey to reach out to an ex you broke up with? Or is there something to say about feelings of old love last? That's a lot to unpack. Um, there's a lot here. And there's a lot. They're going through some shit. And, you know, to say that you're in a happy six month relationship and then at the end you're like, well, we're doing a when we're together, we're together. When we're apart, we're apart thing. I it seems it, you, this is all. Uh, go ahead, Gina. I, I want to hear what you have to say. I'm, I just I've had so many girlfriends that broke up with people during the pandemic mm-hmm. and like a lot of them were like long-term relationships. One of them was a marriage and it was ugly and it was Mm -hmm. really painful for at least one of the parties. What you have to understand in a breakup is there's always one party that was not prepared. There's Mm -hmm. one party that has been thinking about this for a while. And then there's one party that is completely blindsided by this. And so what it sounds like is that she broke up with him and he was really heartbroken. He blocked her, which was probably the healthiest thing for him to do. I have a, no texting exes policy. I'm um, with you. Because I, especially if things ended and they were kind of messy and I know somebody was hurt, they need their time to heal. Like there was a a time where I broke up with somebody and I was very in love with this person and we didn't speak for like two years because I knew he needed that time to hate me. I needed to let him hate me. 
Mm-hmm. I needed to let him get that out and and hate me and be angry with me and live his life for two years with no contact. And then after two years, we kind of slowly, you know, because we would see each other in the same friend circles and stuff. We slowly started to be okay seeing each other again and then talking again. And now we're very good friends. Um, but it took that time of no contact, no reaching out. And I understand they- her wants. Do, does this ex that you're very good friends with now, are, are they in a new relationship? I mean, you're married. You have a child. Are they They're are, currently are they... in a new relationship with the person that I hope they marry because I think they're wonderful together. Mm. Um, and I'm very happy for them. But that's because we gave ourselves time apart to heal and be different people. And it seems like I think her major concern is being forgiven. She just yeah. wants to know that this person doesn't hate her and Closure is a thing that I'm usually, I I think closure is such a somewhat selfish thing because it's like, I need, I need that. And for the other person, the case may already be closed. So you're asking them to open up this thing that may cause them a world of hurt just for you to have that closure. Yeah. It's a little unfair. It's a little unfair to ask somebody to do that. Um, I'm with you. I I, I felt like. If she was getting a vibe like he needs my help or he's suicidal yeah. or something's wrong, I should talk to him, then that would be different. But I do feel like there's just this element of please forgive me. Don't be mad at me. Yeah, it is. Um, I had a very similar. The word selfish comes into play. And I listen, I don't think this is a bad person. They seem no. like they're just going through some shit. And I get it. This does feel like it's about them and what you said, like, I don't want anyone out there hating me. And she even says, she's like, I don't, she's like, I think of him not because I want to, like, I want to get back together with him, but more I feel guilty for hurting him by the by ending our relationship. If it's been a couple of years, you don't know how he's doing. You're just assuming, and you know, there's, again, we're all narcissists. We're all selfish. We're all of us, myself included. We think they lost the best thing they could have had. Well, you don't know. And listen, I will say she is right. Him unblocking, un, him blo- unblocking her on Instagram is something. We yeah. just said that earlier. Unblocks don't happen by accident. No one, you know, but unblocks someone. You know, he's, <laughs> like, he could be in a really good place, and he's like, okay, now I can see her stories and not be hurt by them. I think this person. I mean, listen, we're two people just commiserating, and we we're yeah. not experts in this. A professional. I think seeking out professional therapy in this scenario is like is a really something like to look over an option. I don't mean to like get too serious, but I'm just saying like, because a lot of these are like, these are you issues, not him issues. You're inventing him issues so that you have a reason to reach out to him to solve your you issue. And it's like, these are all mirror problems and mirror problems are best with, you know, a therapist that can give you the tools to like Mm -hmm. get through them. And and again, like I, I ended a long-term relationship, um, during the pandemic as well. And I, you know, I feel guilt. I feel hurt. I do. And I don't, you know, even reading this email, I'm like, I do think like, oh, maybe I should just make sure they're doing okay. And it's like, no, 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 that's a me issue. You know, that's something I have to get over to figure you out. You want to know so, they're okay so that you feel better. Yeah. This isn't about, you know, and, and, you know, that hurts to admit, you know, like, you know. But, but it's a human thing. And it's something that yeah. I think we all feel or have felt at some point. We're, we've all yeah. been like, Everybody in the world has had that moment where they just weren't the best human being to a partner, to a friend, to somebody. Yeah. And our thing, our our mind gets consumed with the idea of, am I a bad person? Does this person mm-hmm. still view me as a bad person for what I did? 
and we have this like impo- I, I I think another part of it, you know, social media adds on it because you become a, you, this imposter syndrome. I'm putting yeah. up perfect pictures of me while I know I'm not a perfect person. Oh yeah, and, the filters kill me. Yeah, kill. And it's like I know I'm a fake. You know, and it's like, and I, and I like the birthday post and I send happy birthdays and I'm doing all these nice things. And I'm like, but I've also, you know, I don't put on Instagram that I will want to text my ex and see how they're doing. So I feel better. Like no one puts that picture up. So yeah. I, I, I do understand this, this emotional turmoil that we're all going through. And I think to this person, um, I, do, and they even mentioned they're in, they're uh, far away. They're in a hometown. Like, what nothing sucks more than someone who opens up an old wound and goes got no band-aids goodbye you know like good luck with that it's yeah like that because scene we're, in the in the movie high fidelity between john cusack <clears throat> and Catherine zeta jones where he finally he goes to dinner and he finally asks her the question of why did you break up with me and she's like i knew it i knew that's why you came to dinner i knew that's what you wanted <laughs> to know and it's like you you just know like he he wanted forgiveness he or wanted to understand and what people seek out in that moment is just like please tell me i'm not a bad person because i've been feeling like i'm a bad person for the past couple <laughs> of years the j train podcast is brought to you by DraftKings sportsbook it is the time of year to download DraftKings Sportsbook. And if you're going to a party to watch the football game, I'm telling you right now, this takes the party to the next level. I have been, you know, over the years, I've gone and taken trips with family to go to casinos and bet on the games. And not just the game. You can bet on different props. Who will get the most yards? Who will win MVP? Who will score the first touchdown? These are all fun ways to take a game and turn it into a different game. So if you're going to a Super Bowl party, this is a way to take the party to the next level. If you're going to watch with your boyfriend, what a fun thing to do together. And it's the moment we've been waiting for since September. It's finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. That's huge. So you can bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. So now I don't have to take that trip anymore. I can do it from my home on my phone. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. Download the the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code JTRAIN, 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 and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code JTRAIN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the... Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. 
The J Train is brought to you by ExpressVPN. You know what's not fair? The fact that Netflix hides thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location and then has the nerve to increase their prices on you. That's right. They've just raised their prices once again. Now, you could just cancel your subscription in protest or you could be smart about it and make sure you're getting your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN like I do. With ExpressVPN, I can control which country I want Netflix to think I'm in. I just finished watching, you know, Ma. It's not a, it's it's not on US Netflix. But with one tap of a button, uh, ExpressVPN lets me change my location to Mexico to watch it. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on other streaming services too, like BBC iPlayer. It's free and only available in the UK. ExpressVPN is also super fast, works on your phone, laptop, even smart TVs, so you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. So stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash JTrain. Don't forget to use my link so you can get an extra three months free of ExpressVPN. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S VPN.com slash JTrain ExpressVPN.com slash JTrain JTrain Podcast at gmail.com JTrain Podcast at gmail.com Here with Gina Brione at Gina Brione on TikTok. Also, G Brione on Instagram. I Okay, can we get a little blue here? This is a... We're gonna get a little blue. Let's get a little blue. Okay, this is the title. Pre and post come discernment. Mm, interesting. Okay. Okay, coming in hot. What up, TD Freed? Love everything you do. You provide me so much fun and so much insight. Um, I have a question for you. You've talked before about pre come and post come discernment. Basically, you were saying that guys can't really see straight about how they feel about a girl before they've come. Yeah, I, I think there's there's an emotional roller coaster that men figure out as they go through life versus this, I want to have sex or I want to, I want to be with a woman. And then you get, you go through it and you go, this math doesn't add up anymore. And I was acting in my animalistic sense. This happened. Does this happen for women? Do you have that too? Or no? Yes. and no. but I think we're just, a. I want to say that we're a little more dishonest with ourselves about it Mm. because I feel like, we will look at we'll look at a guy that we're really attracted to and we'll create a relationship that mm. exists in our head and then we end up having sex with them we have that attraction fulfilled and then we still try to maintain something that may not really be there we don't like to admit that it was just a physical attraction and there are some women who 100% can't some women mm. will be able to say like hey I just want this guy. Nowadays, I think back a couple of years ago, it wasn't okay. But nowadays, I'm going to be like, I just want to hook up with you. That's it. But what we have this habit of doing is creating a relationship before we've even been with somebody. And here's the thing. Sex plays a huge role in relationships. So if you end up hooking up with somebody and there's no sexual chemistry, that can take a huge toll on a relationship. Mm. You know, it's it's funny you say that. This idea that like, it's like, I, I, I was thinking about like, I drunk eat. And so I'm almost drinking Mm -hmm. to allow myself to eat the things that I wouldn't have had sober. And this is kind of what you're talking about. You're saying like basically there's a lot of women and not all, but just that maybe some women will look at someone and want to allow themselves to have the physical chemistry with someone. So they say, oh, well, he likes me. And it's more than it is to kind of like let you 
off the hook to be able to you know not be tied to the, the you know the the tethers of a of a bible the looking down at you and judging you yes and that's the issue is a lot of times uh there's there's so much that we're afraid of people thinking about us that like it becomes a thing that's just kind of haunting us in our head like i really like this person but if i just sleep with this person then i feel like i'm a hoe then i feel like people are going to look at me like i'm a hoe so i can't just sleep with this person so now i have to go on x number of dates before mm-hmm. I hook up with this person. And then if if he doesn't text me back, then I, I'm a terrible person and I, I just slept with this guy. I need to create a relationship now. There's that pressure of how we will be thought of if we just we're, hook up with someone. We're so damn hard on ourselves. Like this yeah. is like, like it's such a theme. Okay, so let's go back to the email. Uh, I kind of imagine a cartoonish scenario where one character is so hungry he suddenly sees his friend as a roasted chicken and stops listening to a word they're saying. There's a little bit of that. <laughs> it's like you just, you're just like a <laughs> like a like an animal. So I think I get what you mean. Guys can't judge a situation properly when they're super horny, right? Yeah, I would say super horny can can distract you. Is is the best way I put it. Some people are better with that than others. But I'm wondering, doesn't rubbing one out the, uh, uh, of themselves kind of do the trick? Or do they have to come with the particular person to break the spell? I mean, let's say you're super turned on by this girl. You've gone on a bunch of dates. You like each other's personalities. and The chemistry is great. You've had a few hot makeouts, but you haven't gotten to the point of finishing anything just yet. Clearly, however... You've gone uh, gone home after these inner encounters and finished the whole thing by, your, by yourself looking at her Instagram pictures. Is that enough to allow you to think about, uh, think about her more clear-headed? Or is that just not going to happen until she's made you come? Well, this is an interesting question. This is a very particular question and very okay, interesting to hear like more of your thoughts. It's a very particular problem. Um, <laughs> I mean... That's a tough one to call because I I would think that rubbing one out would help like before you Mm. go out. But if you have a strong attraction to this one person, I don't know that that's going to help because all that will do is create more of an attraction, especially if you're rubbing one out to that person. Then when Mm. you see them, you're going to want to fulfill that fantasy. It's just going to keep coming up in your brain. So it's I mean, it is an interesting question that I think that like. I don't know, Jared. What's your take? Because I feel like this I, is a I very can answer guy this. Question. This is a very guy question, and I, let me let me take you inside the mind of a beast. Yes. And let me, if you think of um, like if you think of horniness as a gas tank, and mm-hmm. masturbation and 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 climaxing as like getting rid of all your gas, mm-hmm. and then it fills up again slowly. Like I, I guess gas tank isn't the right metaphor. I would I would think of like the male libido is is very much like, I mean I've heard it on stage. There's a, I've heard jokes on stage about like a musket, like like you know yeah. like a, a, the you know the male libido is like a like a musket gun where you shoot it and then you you have to fill it up again with the gunpowder and ba- and and push it down yeah. and then yeah, get it ready it again. It. Take some time. Some people more time than others. So you know this idea that like. And this is when that post climax rediscovery gets worse and worse because you'll be with someone you'll be like, no, this is it. I'm 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 ready. This is some. They're cool. They're fun. This, this is great. And then you, the musket goes off again, and you're back down and feeling bad. And you're like, well, I don't really see a future for this relationship and I, I shouldn't have done you know been with someone that I wasn't going to be serious with. And you kind of go through these 
the, you know, the, the, the same thoughts again. Then, then the musket gets filled up again. You go, no, they're great. They're cool. And you do the whole fucking thing over again. So I do think it can, this is to me, this is why people are watching your Instagram stories and not asking you on dates. You know, this is, this is them going, I'm attracted, I'm attractive, I'm attractive. How attractive? And uh, this doesn't even have to be about masturbation. It's just about yeah. just, the, you know, thinking it through. Do I want to leave the house? Do I want to, you know, do I want to get dressed? Do I want to pay for the date? Do I want to make an hour? And it's like, no, I'd rather just look at them on Instagram stories for the rest of my life. You know, this is why people are doing these things. You're just trying to differentiate between am I just attracted to this person or am I interested in this person? And in order to do that, yeah. it's like you're doing your research. You're looking at their page and kind of trying to figure out their personality. But here's where social media is so tricky to figure somebody out because yeah. everybody's lying on social media. I they're know. using filters. They're editing stuff like they're only putting up their best things like nobody is showing who they are at their worst. So you're only getting to know all the shiny, happy things about somebody. And we from the other end, you're getting too far ahead. You're making assumptions you don't know about based on a lie. You know, you're 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 like, ah, oh, I don't know. I don't want to go on the date. I don't want to. We're missing out on social interactions because we judge the social interaction we think we're going to have. I mean, this happens with friends and stuff where they go, the more time you have to think about something, the more you go, ah, there's 7,000 reasons not to go. You know, there's 7,000 reasons not to find out what could happen when you already assume what will happen. And, and I think social media... And this is like, you know, I guess this conversation is a reason for people to not follow people on social media, to wait for well, those like, things. Follow me anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, follow us. I mean, we need people to come to our shows. Um, yeah. <laughs> go to at G Brion on Instagram. I'm just saying, you know, this is, a, you know, maybe there is a, you know, I, I, I've never heard this before, but maybe a dating strategy is having, you know, people wait for sex. I'd rather wait for Instagram. Like I, I, there's a little bit on social. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you hold out for social, you know, people are like, you don't want to give them the, the cow or get the milk for free. Or, and it's like, well, don't give them, you know, the, the, the you know, <laughs> don't give them the, the IG profile or they'll get the, the jerk for free. Like, I don't know. There's, there's something to that. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Gina Brion at G Brion okay we got time um let's do do we want another bachelorette question another bachelorette question oh no this I mean, is for lux love uh this is I no this is a luxury lounge question I gotta make sure I organize myself better how do I become a keeper okay Gina, you're married, happily married. I would assume you got a, you have a, a child. You are. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I like that term, a keeper. I don't so, know. It's yeah. That's a weird. I mean, there, uh, there's not like a an ABC list. You find a person that you work well with, that you match yeah. well with, and that you're willing to work with. Like I don't a negotiation. I, what we want is that relationships just be easy and they're never going to be easy. You're combining two lives. So mm. there's a lot of complicated stuff in there. It's, it's not that it should be easy, but there should be room to work. So when you meet somebody, when I met my husband, like I was just at a point in my single life where I was like, 
going to put everything on the table. I was like, here's what happened. I'm in therapy. This was my last relationship. It was really bad. Here's where I'm at. Blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, I'm done with casually dating people and doing the fake like, oh, you like sports? That's great. Let's talk more about that. (laughs) Like, I was just like, I don't have time for this. Do you want a serious relationship? Do you want to get to know me? And that's it. Um, Sorry for... Sorry for interrupting. I want to stop you for a second. How old were you when you met your now husband? I was in my 30s, like my mid 30s. I've that. noticed that about 30s dating is like, especially from the male side, you notice it from the female side, you got, or just what you notice. I, I, I've been on a couple dates where they go, do you want the real story or do you want the date story? You're like, yeah. they're, they're like, and you're like, give me the fucking real story. Why, why, why would you give me the fake? Or do you want to meet my representative? Yeah. Who, We'll talk to you throughout the dating process, and then you'll actually. <laughs> yeah, they're like a weathered veteran. Like, like they're like, you want the cute stuff, <laughs> you know? Like, and you're like, oh, okay, let's get down to it. And it's you almost the truth. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Really in your face about it, and I think when you when you meet that person, you're just at that. Like, we kind of knew when we first met. Like, even in the first couple of like months or like year of dating we were like yeah we're probably gonna get married like we started talking about marriage like we were just at that place where we were like this is somebody that i would want to make marriage work with let me I read this want. email before we get yeah. into it. okay so uh i just got dumped by my sort of boyfriend we were dating and exclusive but just never had a convo about labels because although he thinks quote unquote i'm great and yada 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 he just realized he isn't actually in a place for a relationship right now because he is quote unquote so hyper focused on school we're both in grad school and he could quote tell i like she has all these quotes he could hug he could he quote could tell I was more there than he was in the relationship classic reasoning and I'm not mad about it or anything if he wanted to he would and all that that the thing is though this breakup is extra crushing because this is the fourth time a guy has ended things with me because he can't do a relationship anymore and knows that I'm more into it for context these aren't flings or just situationships these are four guys I've been exclusive with told they loved me three out of three guys have ended up in a relationship relatively soon after dumping me remains to be seen what happens with the most recent guy since we just broke up i feel like i could run a business for women who want a guy uh like they like to be ready for a relationship all they have to do is be with me and then they'll be ready for someone else i don't think i'm needy when it comes to relationships happy to chill happy to not have to text all the time but i just feel like absolute shit that thus far no guy has been with me and thought she is worth it for context i'm 26 i'm i think i'm relatively attractive and smart i have a lot of friends in between these guys i've had a healthy amount of flings and hookups only met the, uh one of these guys through the apps the rest were friends first how can i become a girl that they want to stick around for gina the, Ooh. I, Ooh, it's an interesting so perspective. Much, I feel like there's so much trauma to unpack right now. I know that whole thing because okay, I feel like there's a couple. There's so many different things going on. Um, one, I would say you're either going for the same type of guy, mm. and that's the issue. You're you're picking the same type of person who's non-committal, emotionally unavailable, and although they may have these feelings for you, and you know. There's a there's a saying that love is a thing you choose to do. They can tell you that they love you. That doesn't mean that they want to be in a relationship with you. I love mm-hmm. plenty of people. That does not mean I want to date them. So mm-hmm. I think if you're if you're constantly going after the same person because there's a pattern here. There is a pattern of this person that you're dating 
not being ready for a relationship. That tells me that you're seeking out these people on purpose. Mm. That you're see, and that I mean, I'm let a me, big advocate uh, for therapy. So, like, if you slip into a therapist's office, I'm sure they'll be able to find out what <laughs> your foundation makes you look for that one person. But yeah, let it me, just seems let like me she's get, looking for the same. I, I I disagree only slightly. I think you you bring up a good point that she's doing the same thing. I think she's allowing for the same behavior and expecting different results. And yeah. and and this is I'm trying I don't know about these guys. Listen. I've been with a lot of people that have been great and and I've I've been the guy breaking up in the way they're breaking up. I've I've said these words. The quotes could be from me. I get it. Yeah. Um and and that's hard for me to like admit, but it's just, are they, it's just the truth. Are some I mean, of them from you? <laughs> I mean, are they? Do I know this person? So I, but I. So what I'll say to them is, what really like spoke to me from this email. Um, I just got dumped by my sort of boyfriend. We were dating an exclusive, but just never had a convo about labels. Like, okay, and then she says, it's not just this guy. The last, the two before him, same thing. It's like, you know, I, I, I think this goes back to what you said in the beginning. And it's like, you put it on the table. I got this going on. Here are my traumas. Here's my likes. Here's my dislikes. You're down. I want something serious. You know, and I think what this person's doing, especially when you're worried about labels, like you're together. It takes one person to be a relationship to have a relationship, not two. If you decide I am in a relationship with you, you let that person know they are now in a relationship with you. You know, that's not a crazy thing to do. Like, and then they have to deal with that information. They either stay with someone that they're acting like they're not with and they're, they ignore the reality or they end it with you. So yeah. I have a feeling that a lot of these guys would have ended earlier before the I love you's, before you became kind of their crutch because you did become their tr- crutch. You you played house. They, they're they sitting there being in this, we're exclusive. When someone says, let's be, I, I'm in a relationship with you and they go, well, we're exclusive but nothing, no label. You go, that's a pre-breakup. Yeah. That's them letting you know, Hey, I'm um, in it for the long haul. I don't, I don't want yeah. a label because I don't want the responsibility of a label. It's easier to break up with an exclusive relationship. It's harder to break up with a girlfriend. So yeah. I, I, I think what, you know, my message to this person is let's get a little more honest. Like, let's get a let, be more you. I know this sounds counterintuitive, but like, cause I don't think she's doing anything wrong. Like, I don't think she's like, she's, it's, it's interesting. She's like, I got, I got friends. I, I'm attractive, smart. She's, she's looking for like, well, what's the thing I can change? Change nothing. Change what you'll allow. I think, I think that's really the more, cause like they, then it becomes, Hey, what's the second date? And they go, we'll just come over and you go, well, no, I'm not going to allow that. I I've done that. You know, J train podcast. Yeah, that's a good point. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Gina Brione at Gina Brione on TikTok at G Brione. Okay. Let's do the screenshot email. You ready? Oh, I'm ready to go. Okay. Listen, if you're going to send a screenshot email, let me just say to the listeners at home, put them in order or at least number them so we know the order. This one came in. It's pretty good. I like that it's from a dude. Um, we don't get a lot of like dude screenshot emails, so I'm like, I'm excited to do this one. But I'm, I'm we literally had to do a like a, like a like a puzzle. It, this was like yeah, the Sunday morning papers. So so put them in order. Make our lives easier here. I, like I ask a lot of the audience. Believe me, I know. I'm like, send your emails. 
rate, review, come to shows. And I'm like, send your emails in the correct order. It's, I know I'm asking for a lot, but like it helps. I'm a one man no. show here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this one's called, did COVID kill the momentum? Jared. Feather, feather. I've been a huge fan since the TFM days and have graduated high school, college, and now got my second adult job, all while having your sweet words of wisdom playing in my headphones. Look at that. What a, we've grown up together. This is a beautiful thing. Also made me feel old. <laughs> Two years ago, in the weeks leading up to the start of the pandemic, I was introduced to a woman. I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to remove her name. Yeah, I knew who she was since she was a bartender at one of my favorite college sports bars, but only had brief conversations, typically, typically consisting of me, a person with a deep monotone voice, trying to yell vodka soda over the noise of the bar. I don't kill it at the club. I had made a few comments about uh, Jenna to my friends and how I thought she was gorgeous and wifey material, LOL. One day, my best friend was there watching a game, and I was not there. He came home and told me, you'll never guess this, but Jenna is actually interested in you. I was just so surprised she remembered who I was, let alone was interested, let alone was interested, but that news definitely pumped me up. There we go. A week later, we went to the bar for what would be yet another disappoint, uh, disappointing end of the Packers season in the playoffs. Jenna was not working, but had happened to be there with friends watching the game. I went and talked to her and ended up leaving with her number. Over the next two weeks, we would go on two dates. I set up, uh, I set up to that. Over the next two weeks, we would go on two dates that I set up that went. Why am I having? Over the next two weeks, we would go on two dates. I set up to that to all accounts went great. And the second one even uh, ended with a kiss. The last day was on the eve of all hell breaking loose and the world shutting down for COVID. So we're right in March 2020 land. Yeah. With minimal small talk since I was hoping to save that for our next date. We continued to text every few days, mostly with the notion that we would hang out soon as all this COVID stuff blew over. <laughs> Two years later. Yeah. I'm like, ah, once this stuff blows over, I made a few attempts at setting up another hangout, but unfortunately that never ended up working out screenshots of these are attached okay so let me go to, let's go to the screenshots first okay Screenshot. so we're gonna start with we'll start with the bottom one you okay. be her i'll be him okay this Hi. is after i think this is after like the second date we're assuming right i'm guessing yeah because of how it starts off hmm. hi i had a good time last night too thank you again hey I'm going to shoot some hoops at the Y tomorrow morning. Bring your A game and get breakfast after. I have plans tomorrow morning. Frowny face. No problem. I have to finish up a project tomorrow afternoon, but free after that. Otherwise, let me know when you're free again. I definitely like to hang out again. Yeah, I'll let you know. Probably we'll have way more free time this week, too. But I really do want to hang out again. Sounds great. Blushy face emoji. Hi, you should let me know when you're free this week. We should hang out before we something, something, and then it lose, it lose them. And then well, go to the middle, go to the middle right, middle right, middle all the way to the right, the fourth one. Okay. Oh, there we go. Hi, you should let me know when you're free this week. We should hang out before we get quarantined. We should mention the fourteenth. Yeah. The the fourteenth was the. 
I really do want to hang out. And then the yeah. 16th is her reaching out again. Yes. So with with that text. And he writes laughing face emoji. Look at look at how ch- nonchalant they were about a global pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it in before this close up. For sure would like to hang out with you sooner than 14 days and face mask free. The why canceled programs this week so I have Wednesday and Thursday free if either works for you. This is like this is like a time capsule. Yeah. Let's try for Thursday. I'm in. So then he writes back um, a day later. Hey, if you're brave enough to venture out of quarantine, I can make us dinner tomorrow and we can hang out and talk about the world ending or literally anything else. Hi. Yeah, that sounds good to me. We can even just chill if you don't want to, if you don't feel like cooking. That works. I don't always trust my cooking either. Don't worry. <laughs> Laugh my ass off. Didn't mean it like that. Do you like to cook a lot? I do, especially when it's nice out and can grill too. I, I but I think of cooking similarly to someone's uh, someone forced to run a five k. But I think of cooking similarly to someone forced to run a five k. I'm just glad it's done and I can finally eat. This guy <laughs> true. Painting a picture. That's a good way to think of it. I guess there's a lot of use in there. True. Yeah. <laughs> Positive goals. I should be home about seven tomorrow. So whenever you're free after that. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So then top one, the big one, top one, the big one. Okay. Yeah. The big one. Hey, I was really looking forward to hanging out again, but I'm just in a weird mood with all of this work stress. And I just want to take the night for myself. Is it okay if we reschedule? I'm sorry. This is such short notice. No problem. Hope everything's going all right. Maybe this weekend. So then that's the first cancellation. Mm-hmm. And then we're going go to go to the middle. Go to the third one in the middle. Third one in the middle. Not really. Got to work tomorrow. But other than that, just probably going on a million walks. What are you doing? St- laughing face emoji. Still recovering from my first run in so long last week. I work, out, I work too. But let me know if you could uh, use some company for one of your walks after. Be nice. Get out and do something and see ya. Yes. I'm down. <laughs> a lot of S's. She, Should, she likes to use a lot of letters. She's really bringing it with the letters. Should I wear my Heelys or Shape Ups? Laugh my ass up 100% Heelys. All right, I'll oil up the bearings. It's been a while. You let me know what time. Uh huh. I'll let you know tomorrow then. Okay, so deal. Have a good day at work. Blushing face emoji. And now it's the second one in that row. And then he writes back, so nice outside today. I'm free later. Let me know if you want to do something. I know it's so nice out, smiley face. Should have texted you yesterday. This sounds really lame and like an excuse, but I'm taking the whole social distancing thing too seriously and really, really trying not to hang out with people at all. No problem. Definitely get that. I had a really good good time when we hung out, but I also totally understand if you didn't feel the same. If you want to do something in the future, let me know, but I'll stop bothering you with text now. Ha ha ha. That's not it at all. You're not bothering me. I'm just super bad at communicating with people. Definitely want to hang out again. Go to the top one. Yeah, and I'm all the way at the top. You definitely want to hang out again when this is all over. 
pretty bad at texting myself, as you could probably tell, and didn't want to misread if you weren't interested, but I'd like to do that too. Maybe quarantine will make us better texters until then. Laughing face emoji. Hopefully, fingers crossed emoji. Definitely thought that was a middle finger first glance this morning. Laughing face emoji really felt like a Monday morning. Okay, so that's the text. He writes, since these texts, we haven't really texted this past year, but have had a few small interactions on Instagram stories. I did run into her a few months ago and had a really friendly talk, but she was definitely with a guy. But he has moved and they are no longer together. Yes, I did some detailed investigation. My question is, would it be weird to come off desperate or would it be weird or come off desperate slash annoying to text her again to go out? And how do we even start the conversation like that out of nowhere without sounding like I've done uh, all I've done is think about her for two years. Yes, she's still on my mind a lot, but I can't just say that and I can't help but feel like I uh, had COVID not happen so early in the stages of talking that maybe things would have been different or at least I uh, wouldn't be able to use that as an excuse. So what do we think? I think this is an interesting, you know, so two years ago, this is March 2020, COVID's Mm -hmm. swirling around. They have these two dates and then they kind of get a little bit, um, they they basically do what people have called the fizzle. What do you think? The fizzle is tough because I think it happened to a lot of people during COVID and it's hard to mm-hmm. revisit something after so much time has passed um, mm-hmm. because you don't know where somebody's at. But there did seem to be a good amount of interest on both parts. Yeah. They were playful when they were texting. It seemed like they were having a good time talking to each other. And if the second date ended in a kiss, I feel like they were off to a good start. Um, the yeah. pandemic did slow down a lot of people who had just met. There were a lot of people that ended up calling off their relationships. So it, it affected a lot of things. But if he wanted mm-hmm. to strike up a conversation again, he laid it out for her. What I really like is that he laid it out for her and was like, hey, if you didn't feel the same way, like, that's cool. That's fine. Just let me know. And she didn't seem like she wasn't really feeling him because he gave her an out. He gave her the out to be like, I, thank you for understanding, blah, blah, blah. I totally buy that COVID made this kind of a back back yeah. burner discussion. I mean, especially the timing. These were we're looking at April fifth, March fifteenth. We're looking at like big key dates here when you yeah. had no idea what's going on. I mean, like it is weird to read these conversations. I'm sure if we went back and read some of our conversations at that time, it would sound crazy like this kind of does. Um, I do believe her where she's like, I'm taking it seriously. And I don't think that like to me, if she said that today, I would think of it differently than when she said it back then. Yes. You know, like the COVID COVID has changed. We there's some people that are still using it like it's March 2020 and a vaccine doesn't Mm -hmm. exist. And we don't know more than we did before. But science is a fluid thing. Data is fluid. It changes as the days go on. And, you know, there are some people using the moral superiority today that you call bullshit on. This yeah. is not bullshit to me. So, and I don't think this person should feel like they look desperate going back to them. You guys had two nice dates. You gave it a shot. It fizzled out. You've had some nice interactions. If I'm this guy, hey, I know it's been a couple years, but and here's one thing I will give him feedback on. His And I know this is because 2020 and it's April of 2020. We don't know what we can do. You know, let's go for his plan making was very not solid. It was 
Come over. Maybe we'll do dinner. Text me tomorrow. I think he needs to he needs to come with some structure because especially because she's a bartender. She's getting a lot of, hey, we should. We should. She sees lazy ass in her life. Asks, not ass, like asks, you know, like she knows the difference between saying things and doing things, especially in that bar, you know, cute bartender role. She's getting a lot of that coming her way. So if I'm this guy, I would be a little bit more purposeful. I'd be a little bit more direct. And I would say to her, Hey, I know we, it's been a couple of years. I'm not sure what your status is, but you came to mind the other day and I would love to do drinks. That is boom. She's in or she's out. And let me know if Tuesday or Wednesday work. Right. I 100% agree. I think if he's going to do it, he does need to be that direct. Mm. And that like, hey, look, I was thinking there was one guy that I dated that I met off of Tinder. And what I loved about him, I mean, the relationship fizzled out. You know, there were aspects that I was like, (laughs) what I loved about it was he was so direct and so on point with like, hey, I got us tickets to a movie on Thursday. The movie starts at eight. I'll, you know, we can meet up at seven, blah, blah, blah. And so mm. I was like, okay, I guess I'll Boom. see you on Thursday at eight <laughs> for our date. Awesome. And it was like, Love I it. didn't have to, it was like, Hey, I know you wanted to see this movie. I got us tickets, blah, blah, blah. And it was really great to have somebody, especially if, you know, and even with a bartender with any woman that's kind of in charge of her life and mm. always wearing always wearing so many hats and always being in control of things. It's really nice sometimes when you have a partner that can just go, you don't have to think about anything. I know what your favorite foods are. I know what kind of movie you like. I already made a plan for us. Don't worry about it. All you have to do is show up and have a good time. Boom. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com Gina Brion. This was fantastic. Thank you so much. So fun. Thank you for having me so much fun. Everyone go follow Gina at Gina Brion on TikTok. G Brion on Instagram, Gina Brion.com for all her standup and Amazon HBO. Go, go, go. So funny. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Monday with your emails. We'll be back next week. Boom.